This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, Coffee with Carrie, then make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee Homeschool and Step with God. And then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement too. You can also find me at Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think, no, I know, you're going to be encouraged. Welcome back to part two. Now, as you know, we are in homeschool convention season. Depending on your personality, you either love homeschool conventions or you hate them. Personally, I love the sessions and the guest speakers, but I avoided the exhibit hall like the plague. As I became a more seasoned homeschooling mom, I learned how to use the convention exhibit hall to my advantage. Instead of letting it destroy my confidence, insert self-doubt into my head, and to break my pocketbook. So this week, I'm dropping two Coffee with Carrie homeschool episodes. I usually only drop one on Thursdays, but since we're in the swing of homeschool convention season, I have a lot to say and a lot to share, especially about those exhibit halls. So this is a two-for-one week. Now, if you didn't listen to part one, the episode How to Survive the Convention Exhibit Halls Curriculum Review, then make sure you take a listen after this one. I share some of my favorite reviews and recommendations so you're armed with some ideas on what to check out when you enter the exhibit hall. You're listening to the bonus episode on how to survive the convention exhibit hall. In this bonus episode, I want to share with you some advice and how to help you create a plan of attack before you hit the conventions and the exhibit hall. Make sure you listen to both, especially if you're on your way to a convention this weekend or you plan on attending one this month. And if you'll be in Ontario, California, June 16th, 17th, and 18th, make sure you come see me at the Great Homeschool Convention. Now, homeschool conventions are wonderful. We leave feeling ready to tackle another year of homeschooling, and the guest speakers are always so encouraging and so wise. However, we can also leave a convention feeling overwhelmed, and quite frankly, confused. There are so many wonderful resources out there that it can be confusing and exciting all at the same time. We want to use and try them all. But it can also be overwhelming and expensive if we don't have a strategy and a plan. In this bonus episode on how to survive the convention season, and more specifically, how to survive those exhibit halls, I want to share five things that I've learned over the years. One, you know, you can skip the exhibit hall. You can just go to the speaker's sessions. Two, do your research before you attend. Three, have a list of what you need or want to view in person. Four, create a budget 
and stick to it. Five, there's no such thing as a miracle reading, writing, math, history, etc. kind of a program. And six, remember, you teach children, not curriculum. Okay, so first, don't make the exhibit hall your priority at the convention. Go to a homeschool convention to glean ideas, to be inspired, and to get advice from seasoned homeschool parents. Remember, they are experts with regards to teaching their own children and because of their experiences that will help inform you. But you are the only expert of your child. You know how he or she learns, what works with him or her, what doesn't work, and what your child likes. Just because reading program A worked with so-and-so's child, it doesn't guarantee it will work with your child. Go to the sessions, take lots of notes, ask lots of questions. Then, if something about the program or the curriculum stands out to you as something your child will like or respond to, then, and only then, go check out the booth and ask even more questions. Also keep in mind, many of the curriculum and resources that you find interesting are because they appeal to how you learn or how you like to teach. The question to ask is, does this curriculum or program teach to my child's strengths and learning style or to mine? You really can go to all of the wonderful sessions and then skip the exhibit hall. I did this for many, many years. I knew it worked for my kids. We already had a daily rhythm to our days in our school year. I knew it worked for our family. I didn't need to reinvent the wheel or change everything or do things differently because there was a new trend. Now, if the new trend was an answer to prayer for a particular child or for a particular challenge we were having, then I went to the exhibit hall and made a beeline to that one and only booth. Sometimes I just had to enter the hall with blinders on. I knew I couldn't fix every problem or every issue we were having, but if there was a promising solution out there, I did look into that one or two curriculum booths while I was in the hall. Okay, second, do your research first. It's better to get lost in the web of the internet late at night than in the middle of a huge exhibit hall where everything is calling your name. Before you go to the convention, talk with friends first. Get their recommendations. Read reviews online. If you can, check out a friend's copy of something first. If your child is older, say maybe middle school or high school, show him or her the program or the curriculum online and some of the samples. Let them help you narrow down the choices and to tell you what they like or they think is interesting. Then make a list of books or curriculum that you want to check out. Then, if that creator, influencer, or publisher is speaking, go and listen to their presentation. So instead of going to all 50 reading program booths, you're only visiting and comparing two or three reading programs instead. Okay, third, make a plan before you go. Brainstorm what areas you want to improve next year. Brainstorm the areas that are lacking this year. Brainstorm one area for each child that might need some more attention. Brainstorm which subjects, areas, or topics you can learn all together next year as a family. This way, 
you're only purchasing one curriculum instead of several different ones for each child at different grade levels. This will not only help streamline your homeschooling, but it'll keep you from spending an arm and a leg. Now, once you have your list, stick to it while in the exhibit hall. So let's say math is an area you need to focus on next year with your middle schooler. Then make a list of math programs you want to check out. Remember, do your research first, and then only go to those booths. If possible, use the three-day rule for making big purchases. If the convention is three or more days, then check out the curriculum on the first day. Sit tight, sleep on it, pray about it, talk with friends at the convention, go to the sessions about the area of concern. Then, if you're still convinced by day three that this is something you think will be helpful for your child, then purchase it before you leave. And don't worry about the publisher running out of the product. If for some reason they do, they will let you order them while you're there. They'll probably extend whatever discount they were offering at the convention, and many will even throw in no shipping fees since they want you to make the sale, and it's their fault they ran out in the first place. Don't be tempted to purchase something right away because of some great discount. The discount will be there later, and if not, you can probably find most popular curriculums online used for half the price anyway. Okay, number four, create a budget and stick to it. I usually left my credit card and my checkbook at home and only went with cash. This way, I couldn't overspend. Now, with the convenience of Venmo and PayPal, your smartphone is super easy to use as you scan one QR code after another. So be careful. If you find the perfect math curriculum that will require your entire budget to purchase it, you will think twice about purchasing it right then and there if you only have a certain amount of money to spend. So create a budget and stick to it. Now, fifth, remember, there's no such thing as the perfect curriculum. For instance, IAW worked wonders for my daughter and for many of my writing students over the years, but it was also a nightmare for my son and for some of his friends who were also in my writing classes. Teach Your Child to Read in a 100 Lessons, why that book worked wonders for many of my friends but was a complete disaster and waste of time for both of my kids. Use the recommendations of your friends as suggestions, not as gospel truth. And don't feel like you have to purchase all the bells and whistles either. Getting the entire box curriculum might seem like the most convenient way to implement a new program, but most times you just need the student book and the teacher guide. The other items can be picked up at the library, borrowed from friends, or even found at garage sales. Okay, and finally, remember that we teach children, not curriculum. Every child is different and made exactly the way God created them to be. If they're artsy, don't feel guilty about doing more art in your lessons than what your homeschool buddy does. If your child loves nature, then don't feel guilty about doing only nature studies with your friends for science. If everyone is reading Story of the World for History, but it bores your kids to death, 
then don't feel guilty about forging your own history path. Our goal is not to check off curriculum boxes, but to inspire, educate, and to connect with our children. Our goal is to teach them about God, about His love, about His Son, Jesus Christ, and His saving grace. Our goal is to build a foundation on truth and on God's Word. In all honesty, moms, it doesn't really matter what curriculum we use or if we use any curriculum at all. If our goal is to raise kids who love the Lord, love each other, and love to learn. So, as you get ready to walk the halls filled with boxes and boxes of wonderful resources, take my advice. One, remember you can skip the exhibit hall. Two, do your research before you attend or walk into the doors of the exhibit hall. Three, have a list of what you need or what you want to view in person. Four, create a budget and stick to it. Five, there's no such thing as a perfect reading, writing, math, or history program. And six, remember, we teach children, not curriculum. Don't forget to have fun while you're there. Meet up with friends and make some new ones. And if you'll be in Ontario, California, June 16th, 17th, and 18th, make sure you come and see me at the Great Homeschool Convention. It's my prayer that not only will you survive the convention exhibit hall, but you'll truly enjoy it. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our new and improved website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, coffeewithcarryconsultant. Don't forget to check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling, or you're just looking for ways to simplify and streamline your homeschooling, then this is a perfect book to read. If you heard something you liked, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week, or with a homeschooling friend who will be attending one or more homeschool conventions this season. If you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie podcast, and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and my book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. Have fun at the convention. And see you next time.